welcome back to another Flower Ed podcast. I've had such a nice morning, you guys. It's been so chill and it's nice to just take it slow. So I usually go to the gym a few times a week, usually Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Today's Wednesday, so I just took it really slow, got up, read for a bit, made a nice brekkie and... I've just got one appointment this afternoon at four o'clock, but apart from that, I'm just really enjoying not having to be go, go, go in such a rush. I guess this will be common for a lot of you that are in Australia that are heading into a little bit of a winter hibernation. Um, If you're like me as well, it does get a little bit quiet over winter, which I actually really love, to be honest. I'm really excited for a break and to yeah turn all of my attention to you guys and just re-inspiring myself in all aspects not only in the business in the flower business but with you guys and just in life in general and I think the space is really really needed to be able to do that so even just having this morning to just take it easy and do what I feel like doing and taking everything really slow it's already feeling like a weight off my shoulders it's like I've got this mental clarity and that this just been one little morning so it's been really really nice and if you're like me where it gets a little bit quiet over this coming winter take the time to get re-inspired get re-energized rest heaps like as much as you can and Just find things that you really, really enjoy doing because a lot of the time we we actually get inspired by things that are outside of flowers and this industry and this business. So having this space to get re-inspired is really, really important. The other thing that you can be doing over this winter break is looking over everything in your business. So all of your systems, your processes, how you do things, how everything is looking, your branding, Instagram, the website, all of your forms and paperwork that you send out, every like the client experience as a whole, the designs that you're playing with, you can just sort of, you know, refresh everything and change things up because keep in mind you're in charge of this. It is completely up to you. So it's your you've got the power. If you want to change something, change it. If you want to start something, start it. If you want to stop something, stop it. So whatever that may be, you know, give yourself the permission to make those changes, whether they are beneficial, whether you're stopping something that's not beneficial, whether you're changing niche. Um, If you're a little bit lost and you are wanting to kind of stop or start or change something and you just need someone to chat to, feel free to jump into my DMs at flower.ed double underscore. We can jump on a one-to-one and we can just chat through things because sometimes you just need that extra pair of ears that are listening that you can just bounce ideas around with. And I know that a lot of people have found that really, really beneficial. But today I have had a message come through in the DMs over on Instagram saying, can you please do a podcast on dealing with difficult customers or clients? I have had 
one or two sort of difficult experiences, I guess, with um, a few different brides. I have experienced a lot of difficult customers in terms of retail and hospitality in my past jobs as well. It's definitely common. It is just a thing that happens in every single business. And chatting through things now while you're in a clear head and it's not currently happening is really beneficial because it means that you can hear what I'm saying, take on what you want to take on, implement the things that you need so that when it does come to a point where an experience does come up that does feel really difficult, you can get through it with all of the tools because sometimes when we're in that space where things are really difficult, we're not really thinking as well as we could be, as well as we are right now while you're listening to me. So thinking about it now before it's happening is really, really important. And I kind of wish I did this before an experience that I had earlier this year with a bride. I'm obviously not going to go into too much detail because... Yeah, I don't want to sort of uncover everything in terms of her privacy and everything like that. It wasn't anything like crazy, but it was a time when I did turn to Tom and I said, I don't want to do this anymore. Not as in the business, but I don't want to have this bride anymore. I said, I will give her every single cent back. I just do not want to do it because it's too hard and it's just like hurting my heart because Every single email is just like stressing me out and I'm thinking about it like at times when I'm trying to fall asleep or the first thing when I wake up and it shouldn't be like that ideally, but sometimes these things do happen where difficult clients pop up, difficult experiences happen and we need to know how to go through them. So a thing that Tom told me quite wise, he said, if you can handle this, you can handle anything. And he was saying, this is just going to teach you how to deal with difficult customers so that next time that something does pop up, you're going to be like, well, this is nothing like this is piece of cake compared to what I've dealt with. So if something does pop up and you're like, I don't want to do this, I give up, this sucks. That is definitely one option. And I'm not saying that's a bad option because sometimes it does get to a point where you know, maybe you do need to step back and say enough is enough. I don't want, I don't want this anymore. And that's totally fine. But in the case when you can push forward, depending on the, the case and the experience, of course, but if you can push forward, once you come out the other end, it's actually amazing. You feel so much stronger and so much more confident because you dealt with that situation. There is a saying that I've heard since then, um, and there's a few ways that people have said it, so I've just Googled it. The main one that comes up is a calm sea does not make a skilled sailor, or smooth seas do not make a skilled sailor. And that is just so true. It's like the the harder it is, the more skilled you get. You know, you get the, the experience, you learn so much about yourself, so much about them. You get to work on your mindset while you're in that situation. So yeah, it can be beneficial. I know it won't feel like it while you're in it, but take it from me. If you can push through it and deal with it as best you can, it may be more beneficial in the long run anyway. 
So I've got a few tips that I want to run through with you guys just to think about in terms of dealing with difficult customers or clients. Now, this can be in weddings and events dealing with brides, or it could be in a retail sense dealing with everyday customers. I myself have experienced so many difficult customers in retail and hospitality day-to-day things who are spending like $4 on a coffee compared to brides who are spending thousands and thousands on weddings, which is so bizarre, but it's just the way that it rolls. So let's jump into a few tips. So the first thing I want to chat about is to decide now what your plan of attack will be if something pops up. This is something that my old boss taught me. She was saying, well, if this happens, then what will you do? So think of a scenario that could pop up. If the bride wants a refund on her bouquet, then what will you do? If the bride's expectations are blown out of proportion right before the wedding, then what will you do? If a customer complains about a delivery of a retail bouquet for any reason, then what will you do? So it's like, if this, then what? That's what my old boss used to teach me and it helps so much. So even if you get a piece of paper out, jump on a Google Doc or something, just type out scenarios in your head. Like if this happens, then what will we do? Thinking about it now is really, really important because like I said, when you're in that space where there's a customer on the phone, on the emails, or even right in front of you saying these things, you need to know exactly what you're going to do next. This leads me on to my next point, which is having, you know, covering all of your bases in your contract through your consultations and in your discussions with the client or the customer. So for example, let's go back to the refund one. Let's say a bride wants to refund her wedding bouquet, either when you're delivering it during the day or the day after something like that. Say she wants a refund on it because she's not happy for any reason. If you have it in your contract about refunds and what happens, that covers you so that if that situation comes up, everyone can refer back to the contract, which you've both signed. This is why a contract is really, really important. It's just that point of reference so that if something pops up, you can all look at this piece of paper, this document and go, well, this is what we do next. This leads me on to my next tip, which is taking your emotions out of it. So when something does pop up, I know it's easy to to put yourself down and to think that you're a terrible human or a terrible florist or a terrible business owner. But if you take your emotions out of it and just look at the situation, it makes it so much easier to then make a decision. The contract is what helps with this. So if something does pop up, rather than you taking it on board as this heavy emotional thing, instead, you can just have this point of reference to refer back to, to say, well, hey guys, we both signed this contract. This is the game plan. This is what happens if this happens. 
So if you are creating your contract, you're chatting with a lawyer, whatever it may be, I am not a lawyer, I can't give legal advice, but this is a good way to start thinking about what you could include in the contract. If you go, okay, well, what if they want to cancel the event the day before the wedding? Then what? So if you are deciding now what your plan of attack is, you put that into your contract. If you don't have a contract, so let's say you are in a retail sense or it's something that you probably wouldn't put in a contract but could pop up in real life, then make sure you're being really clear and talking about it in your consultations and in your discussions. For example, if the bride comes to you saying, why was the ceremony feature not repurposed to the reception? If you have spoken about that in your discussions, if you've put it on the quote or set it in the contract or, you know, talked about it at some point, it means that that sort of covers you and it's less likely she's going to come to you and complain about that because it's so clear. So if you're being really clear, so this is what you're getting, this is the service that we're providing, you know, whether it be, yes, you are putting out all of the candles that they provide or are you not? Are you repurposing anything from the ceremony to the reception? Do they take the flowers or do you take the flowers? These little things that, you know, you may think is really, really obvious to you because this is how you run your business. It's how you've been doing it for a while or it's the way you've set up your business structure. Yes, it seems obvious to you, but to them, this is the first time they've ever dealt with this. And assumptions is what creates conflict. You don't want them assuming anything. You want them to know exactly what happens. So if they're assuming, oh, well, the florist must just move the ceremony into the reception space, but then you don't, and you haven't mentioned it anywhere in your whole entire consultation, that may create a little bit of a conflict because the bride isn't clear on what the service is. She's just assuming that they are perfect. Exactly what they're doing is perfect. If they're complaining about something, yes, you may not agree with it. Yes, it may be like you have told them before, but they are just experiencing this and coming to you with what they can see and what is clear to them. So if you think about it like that, your clients are perfect. Their complaints is just showing you a gap in your business that takes away the emotions as well. And it just means that maybe we do have to be more clear about X, Y, and Z. Maybe we need to put this into our contract. Yes, I fully understand you guys that some clients are difficult and they're unreasonably difficult. I totally understand that. But for majority of the brides that I've dealt with, it's just been a point that I need to add something into my business structure, into the system, into the process. I need to write something that's more clear on the quotes. I need to include something else in my contract. So if you think of it like that, like they're just helping you make your business even better, it will go such a long way rather than thinking they're so stupid, they're so wrong, this isn't right, blah, 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 which I know is so easy to jump into. I've been there for all of the 
difficult customers that I've dealt with and difficult brides, that's exactly what I turn to as well. I turn to, well, that's ridiculous. They don't know what they're talking about or that's not fair or this is wrong. And I know that it can sometimes feel like you're being even like a little bit bullied by them or they're saying the wrong things or they are being unreasonable. I know that, guys. I fully do. But if we are just sitting in that state for every single difficult client and customer that we come across, because if you're a business owner, it's going to happen time and time again. It's just a matter of business. You're two humans trying to you know, orchestrate this incredible event. If something pops up like a miscommunication, like an assumption, and it turns into a bit of a difficult conflict, a difficult discussion, they're not happy about something, this is going to keep happening throughout your business. It's just normal. It's just natural. It's going to happen. So if we're sitting in that state for every single one of these that pop up, it's actually not going to get us anywhere because you're just going to be butting heads. You're going to think that they're stupid. They're going to think that you're stupid and it's not actually going to get you anywhere. So if you turn it around and you go, okay, number one, can I learn something from this? Is there a gap in my business that I'm missing, that I've overseen? Is there something that I need to change? Number two, Have I given them all of the information so that they completely understand why this has happened or hasn't happened? For example, let's go back to the repurposing thing. Have you told them that you are going to be repurposing the ceremony into the reception? Have you mentioned that the service does not include that? Because maybe it means that you just need to pop that into your discussion somewhere. And the next thing I want you to think about is what are you going to do about it? Now, this point is really, really important. Something that I learned earlier this year with a difficult customer was if I was really, really honest and really professional in my responses, it went such a long way. It's like it's sometimes like dealing with a toddler. If they're screaming and yelling and crying at you, if you scream and yell and cry back, you're both just going to be screaming and yelling and crying. It's not going to get you anywhere. Whereas if they are screaming and yelling and crying about whatever it may be on email, on the phone, in person, however difficult they are being, if you can be really honest, look at the facts and give them answers and be really, really helpful and professional while you're doing that they're actually going to feel probably a little bit stupid for, you know, taking it so out of control, if that makes sense. So if you can provide solutions, if there is something that you can offer, whether it be, you know, the wedding hasn't started yet, it's a few weeks away and you can add something onto their quote or you can swap something around or, you know, help them out in some way, give them a solution, that's going to help a lot. If you can be really honest, so early this year, her wedding was still, I think a month, maybe two away. And I just went, look, I honestly really want you to have the florist of your dreams. I want you to be really happy and really trust who you've chosen as your florist. By the looks of it, it looks like you're actually wanting to work with this other florist. So 
there's no harm done if you're you're welcome to book with the other florist if you like because our number one priority is you our number one priority is that you're working with the florist that you really really love if that's not us that is totally fine just let me know blah 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 so just be really honest whether it be that they're looking at other florists they're sending you other florist things or maybe they're expecting one thing but their quote says another thing for example let's say on their quote that you've provided that they've accepted let's say they've accepted bud vases for the tables then let's say their expectations are that they're going to get these beautifully abundant overflowing compotes look at the facts you know maybe you can attach the quote and just say it really honestly and factually if they're getting all up in arms about the fact that they want compotes but you know they're expecting compotes but they've ordered bud vases just make it really clear just say look here like (laughs) here is the quote i'm so sorry if i've missed something but you have ordered bud vases just checking if this is still what you're wanting you're welcome to add on compotes we can do this maybe we could swap this out maybe we could do this instead Give them solutions. Be really honest. Show them the facts because if you're showing them the facts and being really honest and giving them solutions, like that's what they're looking for. What more can you do if you're answering all of their questions and their problems? Yes, there's going to be times when they are being unreasonable. It could be times when you do think that it's wrong what they're saying. That's totally fine, but just be really professional, really honest, really factual, and take your emotions out of it. Don't be a toddler with the toddler. Like, be professional and be the adult with the toddler. Be really calm, really, really nice. One thing that my mum always said to me when I was younger was kill them with kindness. And I think that is just the best just kill them with kindness. If they are yelling and screaming at you and, you know, having a tantrum, if you're professional, if you're killing them with kindness, saying you're so excited to work with them and you'd love to find a solution and their wedding's going to be the most beautiful thing ever, it, it makes them go, oh, okay, maybe I am being a little bit unreasonable most of the time. Whereas if all you're trying to do is prove that you're right and they're wrong, it's not going to fix the situation. So if you come at them really angry or really blunt or really rude or whatever it may be, if you come to them like that, that's how they're going to then react. So it's like a mirror. If they're having a tantrum and you come back really calmly, really professionally, here's the solution, here are the facts, this is my honest opinion, really, really kind, kill them with kindness. If they then have a tantrum back at you, like you've done everything right, it's nothing to do with you, and you're more likely to get a calmer, more reasonable response from them. This leads me on to my next point. Now, this is going to be a little bit controversial, but Depending on the situation, it's really hard without knowing the actual situation. But if there is a point where you can sort of schmooze them and make them go, oh, that's actually really nice. Or, oh, she dealt with that really well. Like think about being in their shoes and 
if if you can sort of wow them a little bit on the situation, how you deal with it, what you do after it, then that will go a really, really long way. Because remember, yes, this is one client. Yes, you're dealing with them, but they know like a million other people. They're probably in a group of friends who are all getting married in the same location that they got married. You want them to refer you to their friends most of the time. (laughs) So you want to leave them with a good experience. Even if they're having a tantrum and they're not happy with something, if you can schmooze them and wow them and make them go, yeah, she dealt with that really well. And although, you know, this happened and this happened, I'm actually really happy that I went with her or I was overwhelmed in the space, but wow, she, she did so well with that situation. It comes back to the service that you're providing. If you can go above and beyond for this human that is unhappy with something, if you can go that 1% even above what they're expecting and wow them, it's going to leave a good taste in their mouth. And it means that once you guys have dealt with each other and that wedding is over or you've delivered the bouquet, it means that they are left feeling somewhat content with the situation. That's what you want to leave them with. You don't want to just sort of deal with the situation and be done with it and say good riddance. Yes, you may do that mentally and internally, but if you can leave it so that they actually are amazed at the service that you've provided, because even though you may have made a mistake on something or an expectation is wrong, there is miscommunication. If you can still go above and beyond for that client, that's the goal. The last point that I wanted to mention that may help with you guys is think about it like you're on the same team. So I heard this once ages ago. Someone was telling me about, I think it was about marriage or relationships. And they were saying, whenever you're arguing or fighting with someone, look at it like you're on the same team and you're both fighting over the situation, not with each other. And I think that helps so much because it helps take that emotion out of it. It's sort of coming back to the contract thing. It's like, look at it like the situation, not like you're arguing with each other. Let's say you do a delivery and someone calls up the shop and says, I'm really not happy with these flowers. They don't look how I expected. They're not the right colors. You could easily turn around and go, that customer's so stupid. It was the most beautiful bouquet ever. They've got no idea what they're talking about. This is dumb. I'm not doing anything about it. You could be blunt to them. You could do whatever. But if you look at it like, okay, you're on the same team. Let's look at the situation. The facts are the customer isn't happy with the bouquet. The facts are the bouquet is the issue not the customer, not you, not you as a florist, not your team, nothing like that. The situation is that the bouquet is not correct right now. It's not right. You may think it's the most beautiful thing in the whole entire world and that's totally fine. You can keep that opinion, but this is where the terms and conditions would come in. 
Let's say that your terms and conditions say that you're happy to refund any bouquet within 24 hours. That means that this situation isn't between you and the customer. It's not you two arguing with each other, not arguing, but, you know, having this conflict with each other. The situation is the bouquet. So what are you going to do about it? We look at the terms and conditions. There it is. We can refund the bouquet. So you can take all of your emotions out of it, be really professional, kill them with kindness. So sorry that it's not what you expected. In our terms and conditions, like it mentions, we're so happy to refund the bouquet or exchange it for a new one within 24 hours. Would you like us to give you a new one? Please let us know what you're wanting in it. Are there any specific things that you'd like changed? Blah, blah, blah. Isn't that so much better than just being like, oh, oh, well, they're rude and they're stupid and... I don't like this customer. Just look at it like you're on the same team and you're just fighting with the situation, not with each other. So those are a few tips that I'm hoping will help you guys think about it now so that when these things do arise, they're not so heavy. You kind of know how to go through them. You can refer back to this podcast whenever you need. And I will leave you with this. The bride that was difficult a little bit earlier on this year The next day we came back to pack down and we ran into her. And to be honest, my heart kind of sunk because, you know, that feeling where it's just icky, like you just don't want to deal with that confrontation and you just like, oh, they're going to like say things right in front of my face that they're not happy with everything or, you know, you just sort of think the worst. And she came up to me, she gave me the biggest hug and she said, I'm so sorry for being such an effing psycho. I was just so overwhelmed by the whole process. Thank you so much. Everything was perfect. She then sent me an email with a beautiful review saying how happy she was about everything, that it's exactly how she wanted the photos she was really happy with. And yeah, so I left it on a good note. You know, I went above and beyond. I told her exactly the facts. I was really honest and gave my honest opinion that I just really wanted to help her and that I would do everything in my power to make this wedding exactly what she's dreaming of. And in the end, she was left really happy. And it means that, you know, I can think back to that experience and go, wow, that was really hard, but I feel so much more experienced. I feel so much more confident to deal with the next difficult customer that will come my way, which touch wood isn't for a long, long time because yes, we don't want them in our business, but chances are they are going to come along every now and then. And if you've already dealt with one, the next one that comes isn't going to feel so heavy and hard to deal with. I've also implemented a few new things within my processes and my systems that she did show me was a gap that expectations were a little bit different. So just because I've been doing this for a while and I know how things work. If you look at it from their end, they didn't know a few pieces of information that would have been key to this whole entire thing. So I've implemented that rather than just still sitting here going, she was crazy. She sucked. She did this. I hate her, blah, blah, blah. Like it's not going to get you anywhere. I know it's so easy to fall into that and to look back at these difficult clients or customers and be really in this negative space about it. But 
at the end of the day, you want them to be really happy with their wedding. You want them to be really happy with your service. You want them to happily tell people about you. You want them to not have them tell people negative things about you on the flip side. Um, and yeah, you just want to be able to enjoy running this business, the good, the bad and the ugly. 